This is the Pod On Podcast. We're your host, TJ Bonavitura, that's me, and Julian Lewis. That's me. As founders of a podcast media company, we had to start a podcast. So join us each episode as we and our guests drop knowledge on podcasting for you, the curious and scrappy podcaster. As Mace said, welcome back. And we are back. The Pod On Podcast, Julian and TJ, back in your ear holes. Would you say we pod faded or would you say that we were just focused on helping other people with their pods? I got to be honest. There was a bit of a fade. There was a bit of a fade. <laughs> Everyone can be guilty of it, including those who have their own podcast studio. So I guess it is a fade, but it's okay. Yeah. We talked about that in earlier episodes. Everyone goes through it. It's a thing. Yes. It's all good. We are here. So thank you for your patience, everybody. We're, we're glad to be back. We are rebooting the Pod On podcast. It's going to be the same styles we had before. A few episodes of very short, quick hitters with some exciting interviews that we're going to be doing, Julian. Yeah. Some of our partners, some of our clients, some other podcasters in the industry. Really, really excited to see where this goes. Podcasting titans, I would say. We have some podcasting titans. Oh, titans. That's fire. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, Julian. Yes, TJ. The stat that we're going to start off with today. Let's hear it. Hot off the press trend. This comes from AdsWiz and Simplecast. 22% increase of podcast creation year over year. Ooh, people have had a lot of time on their hands. That is on another level. Indeed. When I say that, what, what, what do you feel? I feel like people have been home and they've been feeling creative. <laughs> and I feel good. 2020 was a tough year for everyone. I think for us in the podcast industry, we were all kind of uncertain of what was going to happen. We're all super excited because even though there was a bit of a dip there in the April, May timeframe, it picked back up. And we learned that even without commuting, which was the number one way people were listening, that podcasting was still prevalent in their lives. And more people were creating podcasts because they had the time to do so in their homes. So it's all very exciting. So we do hope for you, the curious, scrappy podcaster, that you are going to get some knowledge out of this. And of course, if you ever want to reach out to Julian or I, please do so. A generic email that we have set up is info at studiopodsf.com. So if you like what you hear, if you want to be a guest, if you just want to you know, have some time with our office hours, which we do weekly, please let us know. We'd be happy to chat with you. Should we dive into the content? Actually, before we do, you said dip. Do you know what happens when you dip? I dip. And then you dip. We dip. And then we dip. <laughs> <laughs> like, <You know. laughs> that was not planned for the audience there. That was not planned at all. Impromptu podcasting in 2021. I almost just called our audience the scrappers. I don't know if I want to do that or not. Anyways, let's just dive right in. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about self-editing, how to do it. And we're going to talk a little bit about Descript, a partner of ours. So super excited that we can actually say that they are a partner. We're going to be doing some work with them upcoming in the early parts of the year. So keep an eye out for that. There's a webinar that I'll be joining, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. And we're actually going to have someone from Descript be a guest in a future episode. But today, we're talking about self-editing. And Julian, you can talk firsthand about being a self-editor because you've done this before. Oh, yeah. So let's just go through quick pros and cons of self-editing and what you've experienced when you did it yourself. 
<laughs> I'm just going to jump to the cons. Time. <laughs> so, so much, so much time. I don't have any sort of editing background whatsoever. And so it's just time, not only searching how to edit, but then actually doing the edits themselves. I mean, I guess with the pros, the control, the control of being able to dictate how the content sounds but to get it to sound how I wanted it to sound when I was doing it on my own, it was tough. It was, it was really tough. I'm not a sound engineer. I was guilty of a filler word or many, and it was difficult to navigate around how to cut those out without losing the continuity in the podcast. But it's funny because now I joke, TJ, that if I would have had to script before I met you, this might not even be a thing. Let's be real. I mean, you were you were in desperate need of some editing. I had a studio that did editing and production, and it was a match made in heaven. It was. But you're right. If, if we knew about Descript, it would have been a whole different world because you would have been able to do editing yourself. Before we get to Descript, before we get to Descript, yes. I want to talk about the pros of it, of self-editing. If you take the time to learn about what we call a digital audio workstation. So these are the platforms or the applications like Adobe Audition, like Pro Tools, like Audacity, GarageBand, these are the tools that you're going to use to edit. If you take the time to learn, if you take, you know, there's plenty of online courses you can do before everything was shut down, you're able to go inside classrooms and, you know, learn these tools. If you decide to do that, you then are able to self-edit and save yourself some money, right? Which we'll talk in a different episode in terms of how to cut costs. But the pros that you have complete control over your episodes what you want it to sound like, the sound levels, removing the ums and ahs yourself. You know yourself the best, and you know what your guest is going to be saying and what you want to include. So the pros that you will have complete control. So just keep that in mind. Now, getting to Descript, for those who don't know what Descript is, Julian, can you give them a quick synopsis of Descript? Yes. Upload your audio. It transcribes it into text, and you can edit it by looking and listening to the text of the podcast. That is it in its simplest form. Exactly. So as you are going through and you can see the audio transcribed, you're able to do a lot of different editing features that you would be able to do in a digital audio workstation. I'm going to call it a DAW from now on in these DAWs, except it's very, very easy to the quote unquote curious and scrappy podcaster. So you don't need to know the heavyweight capabilities of the DAW. So things that you can do is remove, easily remove um words, filler words. Julian likes to say absolutely. I like to say you know. These are things that you can identify and with one click of the button, easily remove it. Additionally, it's very easy to copy and paste different pieces of the content and move it around within your, what would be called a composition. So that is where your audio lives. It's very easy to upload multiple pieces of audio into separate compositions and make one static large file of which you're able to then edit. So I don't want to get too much into the weeds, but it's very, very nice for anybody who wants to give a shot at editing themselves without having to know the really heavyweight nitty gritty of what you would do within a DAW, such as understanding what is the proper way or how should you level off the different tones of you and your guests in terms of volume. This is something that Descript does for you automatically when you upload. Yeah. And 
going back to the Dawes versus Descript, I will say, you know, I was joking a little bit when I was talking about all the cons, but I think the one thing that was great as a pro was the ability to learn learn how to edit so that if you decide that you're not going to self-edit, at least you know a little bit of the language that you can then communicate to editors. But in terms of Descript, as TJ mentioned, moving around the content is great because then you can easily put a cold intro, like the stat that we do at the top of our episode. You could easily record that separately, paste it in the same composition, and then now you have it all compiled together. One thing that I absolutely love that feature for is the ability to listen through the episodes while doing edits and see like, ooh, this would be a great snippet to use as a quote to promote the podcast, or this would be great to use as an audiogram, which is essentially taking an image and the audio file, meshing them together and making a video that you can use on social to promote. That's why I absolutely love the tool. And that's how on the marketing side of the house, I use it the most. And so I definitely recommend the ability to leverage their audiogram tool or export the audio and the SRT or subtitle file into whatever program you like to use for audiograms. Yeah. Just to reiterate that for everybody, a big challenge out there today that we see with our clients is that it's very hard to figure out the editing and then let alone the promotion of it. Descript allows you to do both out of one tool, mm-hmm. right? I know this is sounding like a, a Descript commercial, but this is a very integral part of what we do. But just because we're doing it as a production company doesn't mean you can't do it as an individual. And it runs at a, as a fairly cheap rate. It's about 40 bucks a month for their highest level, I believe. And it's just really easy to use. Like we're both self-taught. We figured out, we put in a lot of hours with it. And now we're, we're pros and we're able to teach people how to use it. And it's part of a course that we offer here at StudioPod. So if you're interested in learning how we use it, we're happy to, to set aside some time with you. So just reach out to us again at info at studiopodsf.com. One other thing that's really cool that they do is this new AutoDub feature, I believe is what it's called. And AutoDub is using voice technology to, if you were to forget a word, I do this all the time. I joke with my friends, I'm a little bit, disles- I'm a little bit dyslexic. <laughs> and sometimes I get so excited, I talk very fast and I just forget to include words. If I was to talk and forget a word as I'm speaking, Overdub will allow you to use your own voice to include it automatically using some really, really high tech artificial intelligence, essentially, and machine learning, I believe, to include that word automatically with the Overdub. So essentially, you just put in the word and it will take everything else with your tone, what the level of your voice is, and include it directly into the composition. And TJ, I want to make sure that people are crystal clear. That does not mean you can take a world leader's voice and insert it. They are very, very direct that you cannot do things like that because you can imagine the mayhem that could happen if you took somebody else's voice and produce something that they didn't actually say. So I want to be crystal clear that 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 is not an option. But exactly to TJ's point, it's a great thing to do instead of going back and having to re-record and trying to match the sound of what you said before and the tone and all that to you know what you're trying to insert. Yeah. And as we wrap up here, I think the one thing I want to just hit on is If you have the time to self-edit and you have the energy to learn how to self-edit, it is a very cool skill to have. It's just good to have on a resume. It's good to use for your friends. It's just a fun thing to do if you really enjoy it. We have come across multiple people who love editing. It's not particularly my thing. It's not particularly your thing. That's why we decided to use a full editing team in tandem with Descript, which allows us to 
be involved in the editing process, allows our clients to be involved in the editing process, but also trust our editors to do a lot of the work up front. And then we can do some content restructuring, additional removals, additional editing or quality assurance on top of it within Descript because it acts as a very, very, very high tech Google Doc, if you will, where you're commenting and collaborating. Yep, exactly. A great communication tool. And one thing I'm curious about, TJ, you said a great thing for your friends. I'm curious to know how knowing how to operate a DAW is a a party trick. How is it a party (laughs) trick? Okay, well, easy, Julian. (laughs) I have a friend who just, who self-taught himself how to edit, and then he just wanted to edit everything for us going forward. Back in the day, back when I tried to start a podcast early on, back in the heyday. I like it. (laughs) I, I think that's... One thing to note is it's good for at least one person, if you're doing it with a partner, to have a basic understanding of a DAW and how to communicate to editors. Because yes, you want to put trust in those editors, but at the same time, speaking their language, you'll get as close to the final product in the way that you want it as you'd like. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking in with the pod on. We're happy to be back. Julian and TJ from Studio Pod here. Again, if you want to reach out to us with anything, info at studiopodsf.com. Again, as I mentioned at the top, we do office hours every week. If you want to be a part of those office hours and ask us questions, just reach out to us and we would happily help you out with your podcast in any facet. Peace, y'all. Pod on. Every episode of the Pod On Podcast is produced and edited by Studio Pod Media. For more information about our work and our clients, go to studiopodsf.com. Shout out to Gary Oakland for the fire track. Gary O!